0: This is the Outback Way podcast, proudly sponsored by our HEMA Guidebook and Atlas. Welcome to the Outback Way podcast. I am Helen Lewis. Buckle up as we take you on Australia's longest shortcut, a journey through the heart of Australia. Thanks for joining the Outback Way podcast. Well, this week in Winton is a cracker of a week. It is the Outback Festival. It happens every two years. So please listen and enjoy the conversation we had with Robin Stevens earlier in the year about this amazing festival that she and her willing workers put together to celebrate all those things Outback and uh, it's a hilarious time with lots of fun events so please sit back and relax and enjoy and if you're in the Winton district in this area don't hesitate to pop into Winton and be part of the festivities of the Outback Festival. Today it gives me a great pleasure to be chatting with Robin Stevens, the event coordinator for Winton Outback Festival in this year in its twenty-fifth year. Welcome, Robin.
1: Well, uh, thank you, Helen. It's going to be a pleasure to speak to you today. That's great, excellent.
0: So, Robin, we've so you're hitting the twenty-five years for the Winton Outback Festival. So, tell me, when was it? Obviously, twenty-five years ago, but that must have uh, the beast must have
1: changed quite a lot since then. Helen, it's actually the 25th festival because the festival was first initiated back in 1972. Yeah, wow. So from 72 and then again it was held again in 73 and then from 73 it's been held biennial. So it's the 25th festival since 1972. And so the event itself was created by the community for community benefit and was born from the need of uh, diversity. When winter economy was, you know, it was all due to the 1960s prolonged drought, and this drought went for over 10 years, and it was a very devastating time for the local community. So there was a a group of us uh, with different organisations in town, decided that the, the town needed to, you know, the economy needed to be lifted, and that D word, the drought word, was on everyone's lips. And so the we decided to have a festival and um, bring people back, bring the locals back, bring visitors in to Winton to see how we could do something with our economy. Yeah,
0: that's excellent. Yeah, that's great. So, and and really, probably ultimately, it was probably the start of tourism in Outback Queensland because that's you know it hasn't been around forever. Outback tourism and oh yeah, tourism in the Outback, and I think that's a, one of the first major events in Up Back Queensland, wouldn't it?
1: Yes. Well Helen, um back in those days um we had uh, a man here by the name of Vince that We called him the grandfather of tourism. Vince was a guy that really had a lot of foresight to see that tourism was a big benefit for our area and he was the leader of a lot of associations, especially even the Tourism Association, the Witten Business and Tourism Association. And Vince uh, saw the need to do something. And um, so, yes, from 1972, tourism, I guess you could say, really it was really the start of tourism in uh, Winton and the Outback in general.
0: Yeah, wow. That's amazing, isn't it? And so um, tell me, how, how has it changed since then? And how long have you been involved? Because you, you've been involved for a very long time. What's your involvement? And then what are the changes that you've seen in the festival?
1: Oh, Helen, I... Um, I was on the committee for a number of years before I took on this role of the secretary or event coordinator. It so happened that uh, up in 1985, we had a, a secretary who had resigned at the time and uh, the committee said, oh, Robin, can you fill in? You just fill in for a few months and we'll try and get another, another secretary. I said, okay, I'll help you out. Yeah, I'll do the job. Well, it's all history now and over 33 years or more later, I'm still in that, that saddle. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, <laughs> you don't listen, Note to self, don't fill in for a job. <laughs>
1: That's exactly right because once you do, you can't get out of the saddle. But, look, I've, I've got a lot of, you know, my um, uh, wit knight through and through, born and bred here and love the town, have a passion for it and, you know, there's lots of things that, uh, happen here in Winton, and uh, we're very proud because we—I really feel it's a town that just keeps making history. And um, we, uh, you know, we're very proud of what we do here in this town.
0: Yeah, no, well, it certainly is well and truly on the map these days, isn't it? It's fantastic, so it's great. So, so tell us this year's festival. What kind of events, and and how long does it go for? What happens sort of every day? Is are, are there repeat events every day, or are there just something different every day? What's what's the schedule?
1: Helen, uh, when the event first started in 72 and um, for a few years after that, it was a a 10-day festival and it was a very long festival. And, it, you know, we had our visitors coming in for one week of the event and then people would go and another lot would come in for the second week. But it's always been held in the school holiday period. When it first um, happened, it was in June holidays. And, of course, the Queensland school holiday patterns changed a little bit over those years. Started with a 10 day festival and that went on for a few years and then we went nine days and then from about 99 we decided to make it a five day festival. Now the reason we made it five day it was much easier on the volunteers because the volunteers to do a festival like that and have over 40 events is very very hard and that's hectic. Yes and to sustain your, your workforce and your they're all volunteers it was very hard. So it's a five day festival and uh, always held in the in the school holiday period and that's a great omen for the festival because it brings the families to the Outback. Yes. And it's been a long-term strategy, you know, doing it like that to attract a lot of visitors Australia-wide. And, of course, having it in September, it's at the shoulder period of our tourism season and the festival always extends that tourism season across the Outback region. And, um, you know, right up the Matilda Highway or everywhere on every drive route, people say how the festival really brings wealth to a lot of uh, outside attractions as they travel through to come to Winton. So the 2019 event, celebrating 25 festivals, it's a five-day festival, starts on the Tuesday, the 24th of September and and through to the 28th of September. We have lead-up events, local events that lead up to this the festival so it's really nine ten days you could say because there's a race meeting and there's a special golf event and then we have all the tours around the region where people can come early and do their tours before the festival starts and at the back end of the event we have a truckies reunion which brings another element of demographic people into the event yeah, just lots of lots of layers yeah that's great yes so Of course, the signature event of the festival and this this event all came about in 1991 when, you know, we have to look at our program each event and a lot of the major events will hang in there. But you need to make changes to your event. Otherwise, you know, you've got to revolve and, and bring in new events. So in 1991, we wanted to bring in a new event and we brought in the Dunny Derby Ah, very good. And this is when we thought, well, you know, the outhouse is synonymous with the bush. Let's get these boxes and put them on wheels and race them. So we come about and put this whole event together in '91, and we called it the Diamond Tina Dunny Dash. It was such an exciting, <laughs> such an exciting and a, and a successful event at the time. A guy by the name of John Burles was down in Gosford, and Gosford run a special event down there, a festival, and part of their festival they had a Dunny Derby. He said to me, we're pulling out down here and you've run such a great event up there. We're going to give you the rights to the Australian Dunny Derby. And I said, oh, that's a wonderful gift, John. Oh, wow. They're great. It is, Helen. And anyway, so in 1993, it, the event went again and we had a corporate company, Sorbent, toilet paper, Sorbent came on board and they saw a lot of benefit in it. They even saw so much benefit that they had the Lucky Gate Prize as a pallet of toilet paper. Yeah,
0: really good. Yeah,
1: so since 1993, it's been a wonderful event and Quilton has been on board now for over 10 years, Quilton Australian Toilet Paper Quilton. And if you can read about it, in 2013, we had the BBC from Glasgow attend. They ended up putting in two loos. And this year, oh, dear me, we've got a couple more international flavours that want to come in. We have a television crew from Iceland oh, wow. coming in. To we also have a German magazine company who's coming from Germany and they're going to be here for five days of the festival and what has caught their eye is the Australian Duny Derby and they want to be part of it.
0: <laughs> Isn't that great? Well done. That's, that's a fantastic. And it's just it's good to have an iconic event at a multiple yeah, you know, and a festival that uh, that really does attract people. And, of course, that just builds momentum, doesn't it? And it grows and grows.
1: It does. And, and of course, there's numerous events such as the Sunset Dinner in our Estrabianza. That's a great event that we have. The UPEC Century Cycle, it's an event. It's um, time we've run the Century Cycle Challenge. And this year we have a special appearance by Australian cycling champion and Olympian gold medalist Sarah Carrigan. Oh wow, terrific. Yes, it's wonderful to have Sarah on and she's gonna ride in the event as well. Now the Outback Iron Man and Iron Woman and the Junior Iron Kid is always a popular event and one of the major events. Bush Poets Breakfast, three days of Bush Poets Breakfast, hilarious event that and look people love that. Such
0: a diversity, isn't it? It's just there is something for everyone.
1: Be young and old. Very good. And, of course, because it's the 25th celebration, we've uh, built our live music concerts up this time and we're going to have a second big concert on the last night. So we have quite a number of of, uh, live music entertainers that are going to uh, perform. And, of course, as I mentioned, we have a lot of different, different demographics at the festival from the you know the younger younger people right through to the um the grey nomads and so forth so we're catering for you know both groups
0: yeah that's exactly right and and just the yeah the the five days spread is a good time frame too people can hang out hang around for that long and and enjoy it and have time either side to get back home so that's that's really good oh wow so um Anything else you wanted to mention about it? I mean, where do people go and find out about the event
1: and and, and all and register, which the web? Yes, it's 110 days before the event happens. <laughs> so we're down on a timeline now. But, look, just I'd like everybody to go to the website, which is um, outbackfestival.com.au. You'll find everything up on the website. And um, we do have caravan camping as well. Our caravan parks at the moment are filled to capacity. So we have opened up the showgrounds and we have powered sites and non-powered sites. And if you go on the website, you can book your spot there. You can also uh, book your tent. We have Tent City. So um, there's two, three and four-man tents and very comfortable, the tents, well-appointed, carpeted floor, 12-volt light inside, windows. Uh, comfortable mattresses and beds and uh, we also have a communal area there where um everybody can sit under the uh, large communal shed area and there's tea, coffee, everything's provided and there'll be a hot breakfast each morning. Yeah, terrific. Wow. So that's a great little campsite and we call that Club Patterson. So uh, please, please go on the website and check that out. And of course, well, getting to Winton, um, you can um, it's a drive market. We know that, and we do have three select uh, self-drive itineraries, and please check them out on the website. Other than that, QantasLink flies into Longreach every day, and um, also we've got Rex Express that flies from Townsville on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and um, of course we've got our daily bus service with Bus Queensland. So that's Brisbane to Winton every day.
0: No, that's that's really good. Yeah. So there's there's absolutely yeah. You know, no reason for anyone to come, even if they just yeah, get the bus and, and, and arrive. It's, yeah, it's terrific.
1: If they need to know any information, they can just call me on my mobile, um, which is 0429 806140, and I'd only be too help, uh, happy to help any of our visitors out.
0: Oh, wonderful, Robin. Thank you. That's great. Well, thank you for your time today and uh, all the very best with the 25th Winton Outback Festival and uh, we look forward to uh, hearing how it all goes and no doubt people who attend will have an absolute blast by the sounds of it. So uh, enjoy the bedlam that's uh, upon you in 110 days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Helen. It's been a pleasure talking to you this morning and, um, yeah, thank you very much for um, allowing us to do that for you.
0: That's great. Thanks, Robin. Thank you for tuning into the Outback Way podcast. Our notes and links will be on our website outbackway.org.au. You can subscribe to our newsletter, buy our guidebook and download the app if you haven't already. Please join us on Facebook, Outback Way, Australia's Longest Shortcut and on Twitter at Outback Way One. The Outback Way podcast is all about your trip. We're really trying to make it easier for you and give you valuable information to make it more enjoyable. So we'd love your feedback. Send your questions, comments and travel stories to info at outbackway.org.au and if you share your story, we may even feature you on this podcast. Thank you for joining us through the heart of Australia on Australia's Longest Shortcut. Cheers for now.